Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, bars, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Dice Gamble checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday. Wake up, wake up, y'all. Holy Culture yeah. Radio, stop playing. Yeah, that's right. Sirius XM, Channel 154. I appreciate you getting up early, having it locked uh, each and every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to us, because um, we appreciate you. We need you. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys are getting something out of these talks, out of these segments, out of the spiritual detox, out of all of this. Hopefully, you know, text somebody, let them know we're on. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Once again, you're tuning into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Listen, we appreciate y'all waking up with us. Like Dice said, let's get into this fun pack mm-hmm. show. Listen, today on our spiritual detox, uh, we we had the opportunity to sit down with the phenomenal up and coming CHH lady queen up CHH. I'm going I'm to I'm go ahead and give her a little crown already, Dice. I'm going to call her, you know, little, little princess. We call her little princess right now, but she growing into okay. a queen. Okay. Um, Kid Lee, when I say, um, if you haven't heard this young lady spit, and when I say spit, that's what she do. She rapidly rap. She spit. Okay, the bars are at a high measure for her age. She's only 20 years old, mm-hmm. and she is rapping like she's been here for the last 20 years. <laughs> You know, in the game, like literally 20 years already in the game is what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, yes, you don't want to miss that exclusive spiritual detox. And listen, Dice, Dice be coming up with these real talk conversations. What is that? that? One thing I know, no, seriously, one thing I know for sure, Dice, we we have a love-hate relationship for our show. Because either, no, no, think about it, Dice, either you're going to change or you're going to stop listening to us because we're going to give you... No, no, there ain't no in between. Yeah, just yeah, be right. very, ain't no in between. No in between. You <laughs> either gonna change your ways or you yeah. gonna stop listening to us because mm-hmm. these topics that dice come up with. I mean, they, listen, I learn something new about myself every time from just even being in the conversation. Like, oh, maybe I need to work on that. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I did. You know, God did deliver me from that. So I, I love sharing that with y'all. But mm-hmm. today, today, Dice, come on. What's what? our real talk conversation? Oh, we're going to talk about the cross today. Okay. And implementing that every day uh, in your life. What does that look like? Are you doing it? How to do it? Huh? When to do it? At the won't, cross. Won't he do it? At the cross. What? Where I first saw the light. And what? 
<laughs> and the burdens of what? Burdens. Uh, the burdens uh, of our life. It rolled on. It rolled on away. Okay. Oh my goodness! This one's gonna be real today. Faith. Yeah, I received my sight. Listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I have this conversation every single day about the cross with somebody, mm. with somebody every single day. And for us as believers, we should too. There shouldn't be a day that goes by that we're not talking about the cross. And if it is, you need to go on and get to the foot of the cross. <laughs> you personally on that day, at the end of the day, you need to go on, go on, sit right on there. Yeah. Because that's why, that's why we're here. That's what we're talking about. So it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Listen, we have... Uh, Music on the way from yes, we got some uh, our sis Miami. Um, we also have some music on the way from uh, yes, we got to definitely get our brother uh, no big deal. Uh, but right now though, uh, we got an exclusive dice, exclusive, exclusive. Uh, we're gonna play our sis uh, Ariel Fitzpatrick uh, oh. with that uh, God love. Uh, you heard it here, right here on the fix first. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. Yes, sir. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our spiritual detox uh, with uh, myself, DJ Focus, and Dice Gamble. Listen, this is the the time we get to, uh, you know, just have some movers and shakers for the kingdom on here, Dice. A um, little bit of everybody, athletes, artists, entertainers, producers. And, uh, you know, they keep, they keep uh, you know, whispering, you know, the little disrespectful stuff that CHH is dead and... Uh, I don't know with this uh, super talented artist we got on the line right now. I don't think uh, it's going to be there for a long time. You know, I'm just being honest. Uh, artists like her. And I got to give you your roses, Dice, because you, you brought up Scooty Wop um, almost a year ago and just telling you, you know, telling people how his talent was going to go to the next level. And we just saw Scooty Wop get signed. And I don't know if this artist is looking to get signed, but I'm just telling we're just talking about raw talent that is just like taking care of business for the kingdom, keeping it ministry driven, but also giving us good hip hop. So listen, without further ado, Dice, um, I am excited to have um, the young kid Lee on the line with us. What's going on, sis? Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic, kid. <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. Good. Listen, it's good to see you. It's definitely an honor. Um, obviously hanging out with another uh, one of my sisters in this game. So I'm excited about today's interview and um, and all that good stuff. Focus really hit me to you. So I can't I can't wait to hear about everything that you have going on. So appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, without let, let, let's hop into it, Keely. Uh, maybe share a little bit of your faith story, your faith journey with the people. Maybe mm-hmm. how do you develop your own personal relationship with Christ? So I found Christ in 2020 after going through um, a lot of depression, a lot of suicidal thoughts. Uh, I had lost my job, ended up losing a lot of friends, ended up being isolated from the world. And then God really just picked me up from that spot and um, gave me hope. You said you lost a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah, he took a lot of my friends away. And I didn't understand at the moment until he explained to me whenever I got closer. Who introduced you to the faith? So it was from downloading TikTok. I seen a lot of Christians and I was kind of curious because a lot of Christians were going there talking about their relationship with Jesus. And I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to see what that all was about. Okay, so how do you, you said you got closer to God and God kind of showed you, you know, some of these people. Mm-hmm. They're either going to walk away or I got to let them go. How 
you being so young, because typically at, 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 at your age, your peers matter a lot. You know, like you're really trying to have friends and, and trying to, you know, in some in some ways actually impress, but definitely hang out and kick it. Like, how did you how did you deal with that part of it? I kind of started getting convicted because um, me and my friends, we would do stuff like smoke and stuff I started to get convicted and when I started to tell them about God being the reason why I didn't want to do it anymore they started to make fun of me and stuff like that so um, we just grew apart and that's how they ended up getting dropped out of my life and I ended up seeing like God don't want me around these people that's you know, that's that is good and just you know can you speak a little bit more to the boldness of you being able to walk away from those friends because you got that revelation from God because like I said I would argue at your age a lot of people would continue to kind of run from God for a season so like no nah, it's my time to have fun mm-hmm. I, I got time to you know get to that I'm not going to be that serious about my personal relationship like what was that moment where it's like you know what no nah, I really want to be sold out for God I don't care if my peers or whoever what they think i know what god told me and i'm gonna obey what he told me to do it was just at the moment i realized that god would be there for me at times when times they weren't yeah talk about your mental health a little bit from just you know i know you said you were you were going in a season where you were really depressed a lot like walk us through you know your process of just going through those depressed states but also healing did you go to some type of counseling therapy church counseling like you know what was that like yeah, so in middle school, I was in therapy uh, for self-harming. I had got locked up in a hospital for a little bit. I was on meds for a little bit for depression and anxiety in middle school. And then high school, um, I kind of just started to suppress the depression. And it, it turned into anger instead, and I was fighting a lot. Have you ever spent any time doubling back and um, apologizing to people or, you know, just explaining where you were you know like I was in a different place and so that's kind of how you know that's what was going on did you have any situations like that yeah actually when I first came to Christ um I sat up talking to him one night and it just occurred to me that I had a lot of people to apologize to so I found their Instagram one night and I apologized to each one of them yeah did they receive uh, what you were saying pretty easy yeah. How, how is it with with the peers that do receive you? Like, how is you know what's what's their you know like I don't know you know maybe some peers that you go to church with or just that believe in God like you? Like, what's your relationship with them? Are you able to kind of like you know maybe share more of these stories with them? Kind of mentor them? Kind of maybe mm-hmm. give them resources if they're going through maybe you know talking about the same things that uh, your experiences and that you went through? Um, what do you mean? Far as for like, do you have like a inner circle of peers? that currently right now that are believers and sold out like you but maybe still struggling some of the areas that you struggled in early and you're able to one-on-one maybe just talk to them or give them resources on what got you through or you know do you guys have bible study together or is that just not even are you just more in within a mature state of being poured into uh rather than mentor or you know or you know be disciple you know disciple other peers yeah, I have a circle of people around me. We help each other out when we um, stumble. So. Yeah, that's good. That's real. That's real good. Okay, okay. Well, listen. Yeah, what made you? What made you get into this? What made you get into this game? Because this is this is not for the faint of heart. I mean, regardless of what the world thinks, regardless of you know their ideas concerning CHH, uh, it's not easy because it's like a 
a double-edged sword. Like you're dealing with your own demons and then you're also trying to shine light, you know, in the world. But so what, what, I mean, I know you said you gave your life to Christ, but as far as doing music though, like what was that motivation? Where did that come from? I was doing secular before and I was kind of like mixing God into the secular when I first Mm. came to Christ because I wanted to still live for God. But I thought it was it would like make me look kind of corny or lame, and people would want to listen to the music. So I kind of had one foot out, one foot in, and then um, God kept convicting me about it and showing me things about the secular music industry, and it just became to where I was just like, you know, what, I'm gonna do this for real for you, like. And that was about six months ago, because before that I was still like kind of one foot out, one foot in, and I was still kind of like, I don't know, I was. Um, really just sugarcoating it instead of just hmm. giving it how it is it's all good I, I was gonna say that's pretty much how it is though because i mean you're especially if you're doing a faith-based christian type of music it's about your walk so it's definitely not about being perfect at all like i mean it, i think the artists nowadays are learning i am more effective when i tell the truth and i'm more transparent then explain where i'm trying to get to so um that's good that's good i appreciate you sharing that absolutely so who were some of your musical inspirations growing up uh you know what, what who, who kind of inspired you to even do rap music i was into drake i was into tupac i was into Nicki minaj um I was into the whole young money thing. I heard that Tupac name out there, Dicey. It looks, you know, you know, my eyebrows raised up a little bit. So yeah, you, you, if you if you were listening to Tupac, you you definitely are a student of the game. Um, we know Tupac was very poetic. He, he there was not one topic or one issue he did not discuss in some form of fashion, whether it was negative or positive. So um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming your parents probably got you familiar with Tupac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just I just a yeah. sneaky suspicion. Just a sneaky suspicion. <laughs> That's awesome, now. Yeah, yeah, shout out to your peeps for uh, you know getting you school to some real hip hop. You funny. know. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with you, you know, transitioning your life, you know, you get into uh, well, you already doing music on the mainstream side, but then now you switched over to Christian hip hop. Mm-hmm. So w- when you switched over, who was like the first artist in Christian hip hop that you, uh, you know, got introduced to? Or did you just start writing on your own, um, you know, without even listening to any artists? It was definitely Caleb Gordon. That was one of the first. And then mm-hmm. it was Kieran the Light. And then yeah. it was Jay Monty. Nice. She started with some heavy hitters. That's why. That's why her bars is the, like the way they are. Like it, it makes sense she when she it was says heavy stuff like this. Like, yeah, yeah she, she's like, you know, I, I ain't gonna play with it. We ain't gonna go and start off in the little the youth choir situation. We going right to the, the adult choir. I was like, <laughs> I'm yes. impressed. I'm impressed I by am. that. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What would you consider your style, Kidley? Mm, I don't know. I. I think I'm different though. I can't I can't put my finger on it though, but I know that I'm different. I'm a different type of female rapper. What's your main focus when you're um, writing your songs? You know, like, are you trying to get that message across? Are you just trying to show your skill set? You know, um, what do you, what do you think? How do you approach your music? So I used to try to show my skills, but then um, God revealed to me that this was for Him. Like I'm supposed to be doing this for Him. So now everything that I make now is for him it's to put a smile on his face and i just do it for to save souls and stuff that's oh good my goodness listen good. they say they say young people ain't on fire no more dice I oh mean, no they I on fire <laughs> they're on the wrong clear. they're on the wrong pages right yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all in the wrong circle for all our listeners yeah so uh, uh 
young young people ain't on fire no more. Uh, Kid Lee is showing y'all. Yes, it's still it's a real thing. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. We're coming back with more from Kid Lee. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we still are having a great conversation uh, with the young Kid Lee on the line right now. So listen. Um, Kid Lee, let, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, let's talk about the culture of hip hop. I know you're young, but you're you know you up and arising. You you've been introduced and you've been you know been able to sit with a little bit of everybody by now. Uh, if you are a hip hop head, so what's what's your thoughts just on ladies specifically in hip hop and hip hop almost being for a long time oversaturated with ladies only being represented in a over sexualized way compared to just showing off their skill sets uh and you know your thoughts just within your circle when 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 ladies or you know you talk with your peers female peers about ladies in in hip hop I feel like a lot of female rappers, they kind of rap the same. They kind of trying to do the same thing. And it's really just to sell. They think they have to over-sexualize just to sell. Nobody wants to step out and be different. Nobody thinks that they can make it being different. And I feel like someone needs to come out and step out and be different. That's good. That's good. I agree. I I think the Christian hip hop is doing that too as well. Um, You know, when when you get an opportunity or if you have, you had an opportunity to even talk to maybe some um, artists who are not Christian artists, but are, you know, MCs like yourself or rappers like yourself. Had you had the uh, opportunity to maybe talk and have a conversation like that on, you know, you know, sis, why, why do you feel like you have to dress that way when you go perform Mm -hmm. or, you know, cuss or talk all nasty and provocative in your lyrics? Is that something that you would have you done it? If not, if you haven't done it, would that be something you would be willing to do as you continue to grow within the rap game and get do uh, shows with people? I haven't done it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, I want to know about this music. Uh, I heard you had dropped something the other day, but I, I I don't know. I mean, why don't you tell me uh, what is your latest um, project about? What is the latest thing that you drop? I mean, I saw when you hit with the chapter twenty. With like almost 50k on the stream so i was like people are listening to you but what mm-hmm. what is it that you have out there that yeah i think chapter 20 is my most recent thing that i put out and uh, that's about identity in christ and basically walking into new- this is your uh most recent album mm-hmm. what's your favorite song on this album and why it's probably so i have two head not to tell and i can't look back and the reason being is because I feel like I stepped out of the box with those two. Like, I kind of did something that I don't normally do. Like, I sung on I Can't Look Back, and Head Not to Tell just came with a lot of prayer and stuff and really depending on God to give me the lyrics and giving me the flow for that one. So that's why those are my favorite. Are you going to find yourself singing on more tracks in the future? Mm -hmm. Is that something that you, you know, you kind of played around with and you, you think you might, you know, continue to grow in that? Yeah, I've been experimenting with more sounds and stuff, different beats. I'm just trying to um, do new stuff with this music that I have coming. Who produced on this uh, project, Chapter 20? Because I, I will, I, listen, I want to salute your producers because th- this thing is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the songs are produced by Rico Got That Fire. He's a producer on Beat Stars. And then I have one song on the album. It's called So Blessed. It's- so so get, so, so let, let's have a little fun. Take one of your songs. Any song you want to pick, 
give us eight to 16 bars from one of the song and then break down the meaning for it because I, i'll be honest with you, you you got some grown bars for you to be your age like some of your stuff I know it goes over some people's head because you know sometimes you got the you got the fast rap cadence, then sometimes you know you be in your little pocket and you be like you know spitting. So just take any song you want to take, give us eight to sixteen bars, and just break down to me. Okay, so I'm gonna give y'all some bars from Oh No. Okay, so I had to gain confidence in my storm. Now I'm charged again. I'm back on. Had to gain confidence in my songs because I was gonna throw it all away and get gone. And I'm, I won't let the devil come quietly. Yeah, I'm gonna let him win this fight. Cause he must not know what's inside of me. Must not know the head of my life. So um, that came from when I first went on my fast before I dropped chapter 20. I was basically learning how to have more confidence and I was learning who I was in Christ. And so I ended up writing that song. And that's why I started it off like that. Like I had to have more confidence in my music. I had to have more confidence in myself. So That's fire. Did you hear she say she before she went on her fast? Like, I, well, yeah, listen, the, the spiritual maturity in yeah, this young yeah. lady is unreal. Talk about your mm. spiritual regimen a little bit, um, Kia Lee. Um, you know, what, what's your daily spiritual regimen? Like, are you one that, you know, get up, you pray, you meditate? Uh, do you study, read your word? Like, just talk us through a daily spiritual regimen of what you do to keep your spirit, man, intact. In so, um, God called me to wake up early every day. Like, it was hard for me to learn how to do it. But I started getting up at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock. And I'll go and I'll get some coffee. And then I'll just study my word. And I'll listen to some Christian music on YouTube. And then I'll just pray. And I'll just sit in silence with him for a few hours before everybody gets up. And then throughout the day, I kind of just talk to him about everything that I'm doing. Like, small things. Like, even what I'm going to eat for the day. Like, just... Treat him like a best friend. That's good. That's really, really good. You made a comment a minute ago about you gaining confidence, you know, like uh, seeking the Lord in that way. If you don't mind, like what were some of the areas that you were not confident in that you now are like, oh, no, I'm super confident in that, you know, like now I know. I wasn't confident in my music after hearing a lot of other people. I wasn't confident in how I would rap if it was good enough mm-hmm. I wasn't confident in my speaking which I'm working on mm-hmm. and uh, God's been teaching me a lot in those areas I wasn't confident in a lot of things well you speak very well I'm going to go yeah. ahead and say that right now <laughs> And, uh, right, and the music got, is great. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah, I was <laughs> right. to say, these bars is ridiculous. She talking about I ain't confident in I'm not speaking, right. but you spitting like you just you know what I'm saying. Been out here 20 right. years just right. rapping like it's effortless. So yeah. we want to salute you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Were you like comparing yourself to people, or was that just in the back of your head? I would compare. I would catch myself comparing myself to people, but I would tell myself to stop like that's envy that's yeah. not okay so no, not at all no you're unique and uniquely you and uh we, we like you just the way you are i mean if you go ahead and turn it all the way up some more we fine with that too but no 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 no, no. you're good just just for who you are so i appreciate you uh working with god to work on through that <laughs> and, and, and those little times or that little season where you were comparing yourself to other artists or whoever it may be was that um some issues you had with just working with yourself your inner self your self-esteem your your self-worth like why why would why did you feel like you had to compare yourself instead of being uniquely mm-hmm. you it's because um 
I had to learn about my identity in Christ because I thought that my identity was in music. So I felt like, okay, this person is better than me. And they probably looking down on me now. So what do I have if I don't have music? It was kind of like that. It's kind of like, who am I without music? Wow. You know, talk about, you know, um, collaborations. I, I know you've done, um, you know, some collaborations with a couple of artists. Um, you know, talk about the artists you have done collaboration with. And then is there a particular artist that you are looking to do collaborations with in the, in the future? Um, I've collabed with Kieran the Light. I've collabed with KRL. I have collabed with Childlike CC, Reese Lachey. Um, uh, we talked about it. Me and me and Mike Teasy talked about collabing. If I could collab with anybody, it would be Jay Monty Ooh. or Caleb Gordon. There we go. <laughs> All right, Caleb, you heard that? And <laughs> Pastor Jay Monty. Yeah, yeah, and Mike Teasy. Again, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I want to do something with Mike Teasy. When she said that, I was like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. And, and the oh. funny thing about it, everybody's bar heavy that she, she always I mentions. Know. It's like, she ain't got nobody just do fun little sing right. rap. The like, fun nah, little sing rap. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I want to be challenged. So yeah, give me some something, something to work with. That's right. Um, what's that one thing, Kid Lee? You would you would uh, you know share with an up and coming artist um, mm-hmm. who's getting into the game, specifically in the Christian hip hop game? Like, what's that one thing you've learned? I know it's a short window of time. You said you pretty much just been in this pocket like six months to a year. But what is that one thing that God showed you? within this time doing Christian hip-hop that you could share with an aspiring Christian hip-hop artist? I would say just let God lead you and keep your eyes focused on Him. Don't be focused on what everybody else is doing. Don't be trying to be like somebody else, but do what God has called you to do. That's good. That's good. That's good. Listen, uh, Kid Lee, uh, tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single. So you can follow me on Instagram at the Kid Lee. You can follow me on Twitter at Kid Lee underscore. You can follow me on TikTok at Kid Lee Music. You can find me on all platforms under Kid Lee. You can find my newest project, Chapter 20, on all streaming platforms. There you go. Listen, we appreciate you rocking with us uh, this morning, sis. Uh, listen, keep up the good work. And uh, we be praying for you, for, you know, for just to continue to put these uh, quality bars out. Listen, uh, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Yep. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our Real Talk Conversation. And today, uh, Dice, um, you got this good one again. Uh, you know, what we talking about. <laughs> We're talking about the cross and, you know, how to implement that every day into our life. And I think that uh, this is going to be a really, really good one for people um, to kind of have a perspective. Because you and I both know this is a faith-based show, a faith-based station. And we all are Christians and we always talk about kingdom things. Um, but I don't ever want us to forget that none of us were saved at a certain point. None of us knew who Christ was. Like none of us lived at the cross, you know, like we were just living in sin, uh, you know, just blind to the fact that we were straightway on our way to hell, you know? Um, so when I see people nowadays who they claim to be Christian, but they don't have any power, I question that, Mm. you know, um, because that's not how 
Christianity works. Like when you truly, truly believe, uh, when you truly, truly ask for forgiveness, when you truly, truly ask Jesus to come into your life and you make that vow to follow Christ, knowing that he full on died for your sins, you know, in your place, you know, took the keys from hell so that you don't have to go there. You know, God was absolutely done with us. And Jesus is the only thing that has saved us. The only one who stood in our place and said, you know what? You know, forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they do. You know, like they don't understand this thing. But through me and me, spending, me sending my spirit to them, they will have the power to overcome anything um, that comes their way. So if you are Christian, you have received that power. You have that power. It, it, you have that tap in. You have that ability. So when you're walking through your day and everything is a full on attack and you don't have any power and you don't have any guidance, I'm questioning that. I'm questioning how, how are you implementing the cross into your life? You should have that word. You know, that's another gift and a benefit that we have is we do have 66 books. And mm-hmm. trust me, there's way more word out there. But because um, God instructed a certain amount of people to put that together for our guidance, for the church, for the body, we should at least be using that as a tool to draw some power and some encouragement from each and every day. So there's so much in there. That's why I said today is going to be it's going to be good, but it's going to be a talk about you know how are you implementing the cross into your day because there's power in it so you should be you should be fueled and you should be powered up like i mean and trust me we all come against different things and different things attack us but we should never be in a steady state of depression or steady state of attack we have Mm. too many people in the body who are there to protect us to to guide us we have too too much of God's Holy Spirit, too many angels we can call down. Like we we have so much. So yeah, that's my question. It's like how are you implementing the cross into your into your day? Like how are you using that power? Um go ahead. No, that's good. That, was a, that was a good ramble, but I I'm just saying, like, that's that's what we're gonna tap into today. That's what we're gonna talk about. And that's a lot to chew on, and you said some powerful things. I think for me personally. I think a lot of believers struggle because you you brought this up. They don't have the power that they, uh, they need to be able to operate daily to fight off or, you know, almost like a self denial to deny the sinful nature that's constantly in our mind. Let's be very clear. I, I would argue, you know, myself dice. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't think sinful things run through our head every day. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it. It's us. It's us denying to do these things mm-hmm. that, that we draw the power of God and we continue to build our faith and understanding and trusting in God and knowing that the enemy sometimes tempts us uh, to do these things. And I think a lot of people, they, they can't tap into it dice because their prayer life is not consistent. Mm-hmm. I would argue that, um, when you talk about this understanding uh, the spiritual attacks that come their way, um, a lot of people don't even understand spiritual warfare to the level they should understand it, guys. And I think that's a problem because if you don't understand that you're being attacked, you continue to do uh, the things that you shouldn't be doing in the first place, no way, or not understanding that you're being attacked and how to pray that thing off of you, you know, pray it off of your family. You know, mm-hmm. pray it off your loved ones, co-workers, whoever you might encounter. So that yeah, that that daily picking up the cross, 
self-denying, um, sinful nature. I believe that's that's that was one of the big takes that I took up from that Luke nine. Uh, I think it's Luke nine and twenty three where it talks about uh, you know if you want to follow me, um, you have to deny yourself daily and pick up your cross. I, I joke with you all the time, Dice. <laughs> I promise you, uh, when I first changed my life, there were so many things that I I had to stop. Like you know, I I, I was I was uh, a very huge on you know unfortunately recreational drugs and drinking and stuff like that and in that crowd in that circle and, and the things i did when i was not in my right state of mind uh, for all my people you know who don't understand that uh, in the importance of having your right state of mind i didn't make good decisions i didn't effectively communicate with my wife properly so it was a lot of tension sometimes with heated debates or heated conversations between my wife and it didn't have to be because i wasn't even in my right state of mind to even receive what she had to say or for me to talk to her with respect or whatever I need to do when I was conveying something back to her. So it was a lot that I had to deny, even though, because I tell people all the time, if I had it my way, I promise you, yeah, I, I, if, if I could ball and, and do everything I, I, my mind want me to do <laughs> I, I, and still go to heaven, I would still do it. But I understand that, no, you know, those things are not beneficial to me. Um, so I had to down on myself and I didn't have a, a good relationship with God then either. So let's be very clear. I know for a fact, if I wouldn't have started to change a lot of the sinful nature and the things that I was doing, there's no way the fixed radio show would be right here. There's no way, um, you know, my spiritual walk would be where it is now compared to it was 10, 15 years ago. So that's it. So I said it all to say that that self-denial dice. I think that's that's the hardest part of people not wanting to pick up their cross every day because you got to deny yourself of a lot of things that you've already got accustomed. And, and, and let's be very clear. Why, I always wanted to ask this, guys. Why does why does everything sinful feel so good? Like you, you ever thought about that? Like everything I was caught up in and I was doing and I wasn't supposed to be doing. Why does it? Why does it? It's is it like a thrill? Like it, it feels? You know what I'm saying? Like it's enticing and make you. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I felt like everything that I was doing that was negative, well, that was I sinful. I think, I yeah. think, you, I think uh, you have the first part right and the second part incorrect. Go ahead. There's a time on that feel good. So it makes you feel good momentarily. But you and I both know every sinful thing that you've done afterwards, it don't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And if it does feel good, it's only because it's pulling you to do it again. There's no completion. There's no you, you, there's no satisfaction in total satisfaction in sin. Like nobody's ever went and uh, did cocaine or heroin once and been like, okay, that was great sin. I don't want to do it anymore. No, because the enemy knows. I want you to kill yourself with that. That's why it feels good. Yeah, I want you to go sleep with somebody that you ain't supposed to sleep with. Cheat, cheat on your wife. Cheat on your husband. Go do something foul. And so, yeah, it feels good in the moment. But then there's always shame that comes and then there's always an addiction that comes afterwards because the enemy wants to use it to kill you. Like it's going to kill you. Think about anything simple that you do, whether it's you are doing drugs or you eat too much ice cream. The result is going to be the same in the end. Like you're going to be sick. It's going to be painful because we're not designed to indulge like that. There has to be a balance. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, not to, you know, I'm just saying like, yeah, you might think you're getting away with it temporarily, but I mean, listen, um, we in of our, ourselves, we don't have the power to stop doing the things that we should. 
I mean, it's very easy for us to get in this on this thing like, oh, yeah, I know I should be doing this. I know I should. Why? Why? Like you have to believe and you have to know that there's a power. Like I, I think to me, this is the biggest key for today's conversation is the power that lies in the cross. And what is that? That is the absolute salvation of us knowing that our savior came and died for us like you have to know that because some people don't even don't believe that it's crazy that's jesus real is the, jesus is the only one that ain't in the tomb everybody else you can go find a grave site that's you real. know what i'm saying the bible has over two thousand five hundred prophecies that have come to pass with complete accuracy so it's like you have to know these things you know what i'm saying like and you really have to um believe because that's what our that's what our that's what our faith is based on but I don't want to get on my rant about people believing in Jesus because I really honestly believe that some people haven't even sat with and really truly said, no, God, I believe, I know you're real. I know you're real. And to me, that's when you see God show up. And that's why old people always say, just live a little while, live a little while longer because they know the longer you live, you're going to realize God is real. God is real and man is powerless. But we, but we, listen, we don't want to get on this tangent. We want to talk about how you can use this in your daily life. Like say you're at work. You don't feel like doing what you're supposed to be doing. Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, mm. work at it. Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for men. That's, good. That's how you continue to use the cross in your daily, you know, your daily to-dos. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're frustrated or you're depressed, you have Philippians 1 and 6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work. Who's the he? Christ. Who... Knowing that he who began to get work in you will carry it out until completion, until the day that he returns. So it's like you have to know that you know, you know, like um, when you're like, man, I know I'm out here doing the most and, and I'm, I kind of don't like what I'm doing and it's kind of boring. Like maybe you just are in a rut, you know, you have Psalms. 37 and 4 delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart like we're like man God why aren't you doing this for me why aren't you doing this for me why aren't you showing up for me why aren't you giving me this I mean how how much time are you spending appreciating the things that God has already given you right like we got all the, we got the keys to the kingdom but it's like you got to use the keys to get you through your day you know so I mean obviously we got scriptures for days but it's just like Every single situation you go through in a day that's frustrating, there's scripture to change your thought, to change your mind, to change your heart. Um, so, I mean, you want to know what you lean on. Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Scripture to bring you out of depression. So... I'm just saying, like, how are you actually using the cross? It's one thing to go to church every week. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Okay, I'm going to pray tonight. But what? how are you using the tools? What are you meditating on? Mm. So, I don't know. I mean, guys, God's so faithful. We've just been walking this life with him so long, folks. I think sometimes we forget that there's some people out there, they're not even doing the basics. Like, first, find you, like, five scriptures that you can take with you to work every day. Find five scriptures you can put on a post-it note on your refrigerator if you're having a tough time in your family unit, you know? Second um, mm -hmm. Corinthians 12 and 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, yeah, I will boast in all the more gladly about this weakness so that Christ's power can rest on me. That's the, that's the mentality that you have. Like, yes, I'm weak right now, but God is strong. Like, you have to know this. Like, God has so many 
things and plans in store for you. And, and you're going to be able to make it through. But if you're not leaning on his word, you're not remembering his word, or you're not filling yourself back up with that, you're going to get ate up. The world's going to eat you for lunch because you think it's over. But that's why I say you got to remember whose you are, you know, who your father is, mm-hmm. your purpose, that you were designed on purpose and with the purpose. And that's how you use these tools. That's how you use the cross to um, get through. I'm just saying, that's, I mean, this, this, this is the, this, we were winning out here. That's why I'm like, when I see people who, it looks so, they're defeated all the time. Call you all the time with a problem. It's like, what, what did you do today? Did you pray today? Did you thank God today? Did you count your blessings today? Did you go read the scripture today? Did you get online and listen to some type of sermon today? Did you get filled up today? You know, did you talk to God about that? Did you turn that person over to the Lord or that situation over to God today? Did you say, God, I, I, I definitely can't deal with this. Here, God, here you go. Here you go. Like, I'll be right here waiting on you to tell me which way to go next. But I've been trying to fix this and I can't fix it. And I'm going to release it because I'm tired of being stressed out about it. You know, so, um, you know, God wants to uh, fill you up. But one of the things I think is hard for us to do is to go sit at the foot of the cross. Sit down. Go sit down. You know, sit down. Be patient. Let God handle it. You know, but I mean, we stay so busy, so busy, so busy. And then it's like, man, God, God has given us every tool to be successful in this life. In business, relationships, everything. Finances. So, yeah, it's like, how are you using the cross? You know, because you should be implementing that in every single area of your life every single area of your life so total surrender that thing is that thing is <laughs> no that's real it, it, without that total surrender um, you can't pick your cross up listen uh dj focus dice gamble uh keep it locked this thing is gonna get better and better we gotta go to a quick music break we coming back with more on uh carrying your cross daily uh right now let's get into it yeah let's get into some new uh 1k fuel with that off-white keep it locked you tuned into the fix and the fix is in you tap back into the fix right here on holy culture radio we're in the middle of this great real talk conversation we're talking about uh you know uh the cross and how to uh, implement it daily mm. and uh i know one thing for me dice that uh, god had to show and i promise you he had to show me he probably whooped me a couple times for not for not surrendering and mm. submitting to it but how to love others mm. i know sometimes it's very very hard um to love others uh, we know god is love and if we fail to show love to others uh even when they hurt us uh we are denying ourselves and uh we're not taking up the cross in the way that jesus would want us to do and um you know i i would argue that uh love is what uh, will prove to the world that we are true disciples of christ um if we can show people love uh, and, and just love on them in spite of the things they do to us. But that mm. thing is hard, Dice. I'll be honest with you. I, I promise you, I went on. Uh, mm. I fasted multiple times. Mm. He still revealed the same thing to me every time, but I still didn't submit. And I, and I was like, I, I just couldn't understand. No, no, seriously. I had a Paul spirit. Forgive me. I, yeah, I did. I, 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 had, I had a Paul spirit. And, and I was like, I, I just don't understand, Lord. Uh, and, and I used to, forgive me, I used to use stuff out of context. I used to call people. No, seriously, I used to call people demons. I I, I, I used to say, no, I did. I was like, no, this, this, is, a, this is a spiritual attack. That's oh, a demon. Uh, you know, yeah, I need to go get them. I'm, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. You know, I used to say all this silly <laughs> stuff. 
and, and God finally just he shut me down and said, "Stop, son, stop. You're wrong. You need to love on them. Absolutely, what they did to you, I understand. You need yeah. to go through counseling. You need to write a letter. Um, one thing that uh, grief recovery showed me. Anybody who's doesn't under does has never been under the grief recovery uh, program. It's a very great program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's online, um, but it teaches you to write a letter mm-hmm. and leave." your worries, your troubles, or somebody that did you wrong, leave that right there on the letter. And I have wrote many letters for various people who I feel like, yes, they did me wrong. And I had to go back and apologize to, I I think I've apologized to just about everybody. If there is somebody I haven't, um, please bring it to my attention because a lot of these people, like I say, I was uh, either doing business with or I was co-laboring with at church. Or we pass each other, um, you know, in the neighborhoods or in the communities doing different things. Or some some of them I ran the streets with. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. And I just felt a certain way from, you know, back in the day, you know, this, this, and that. And never had let that thing loose. I never had forgiven them uh, for whatever wrongdoing they had did to me. And then there were some things I had to ask for forgiveness to as well that I had did that I had to ask people to still, you know, show me some love. You know what I'm saying? So this thing, like I say, loving others. That's a big one, Dice, when you talk about picking up your cross every day and loving the unlovable. I know you probably got some stories of some, you know, some people, uh, friends, family, you know. Yeah. Yeah. God had to work on you, Dice. I know he had to work on you. He worked on me. He had to work on you. I'm the worst. I'm the, I'm one You're not the, the worst. No, no, that's not I'm what I'm saying. The of the <laughs> you are the not the worst. The sinner. I mean, uh, I think um, what you're saying is key. And for me, it's learning of God and how God wants me to show up concerning love. Um, that was that's a, that's an important key. Like uh, just learning for First Corinthians thirteen four through eight. Love is patient. Love is kind. It that's does good. not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. Always trusts. Always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails mm-hmm. you know so it's like when you learn this is how god wants me to love but first for me focus i needed to learn to love myself that way i had to learn that god had forgiven me i needed to forgive myself for my ignorance of not knowing the right things to do not knowing when i made those bad choices how it was going to affect other people um not knowing how I was going to like maybe destroy a relationship. I had to, I had to let myself out the hook, you know, because a lot of times you accept God's love and forgiveness, but you still hold on to the guilt and the shame. And that's the enemy because it's that's his real. story. Once you come to the cross, it, it's all his story because he, he was using your story to get you to this place. And now you get to use his story of how he delivered you from all of that to help go save somebody. The Bible says we overcome by what? The word of our testimony, the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony. So it's important that uh, we know that we're new, you know what I'm saying? And, and so that's, I think when you learn you're, you're new and God has changed you, it's easier to now love your enemy or those who wronged you because you get it. You're like, yeah, you out there, you stuck just like I was stuck thinking you ain't doing nothing wrong. I get it. Cause I used to be there, you know, I remember clearly being early on in my marriage and I was offended and I remember I was praying to God and I was like, wow, why you let this happen to you? Why you, why you, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, you testing me, you know what I'm saying? 
And and he was very, very clear about that test. Like, yeah, this test is going to make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? And everything right. that, everything that they've done to you, you've done to me. And that really shut me oh, up that day. Lord. I said, oh, oh, what they do to you? They stole from you. You stole from me. They cheated on you. You cheated on me. They lied to you. You lied to me. So in the same way I've forgiven you, guess what you get to do? You get to forgive as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like you have to, you, once you receive that love, once you receive forgiveness, once you receive Christ, you better understand how to love people. Because honestly, you cannot go love anybody the way you should until you truly love who God made you to be. And you love you, you know, enough to say, no, nah, I care about myself. I care about myself. So it's easier to care for others when you get there. Listen, that was so good. I need you to say that one more time. <laughs> No, 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 that was, no, no, that was, that was, that was so good because you are absolutely right. It's, it, it's funny how we forget how God has given us grace and so mercy grace. on every uh, single oh, thing you, yeah, we do. Uh-huh. If, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's like, I see it all. I seen all when you did this. I seen you when you did that. But you got down on your knees or you sat in your car that night or the next morning and you asked for forgiveness and I forgave mm-hmm. you for mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I still love you in spite of, mm-hmm. I know you're dirty. I know you didn't did X, Y, and Z. I Yeah, yeah. That is good, Dice. Oh, my goodness. Brother. And the crazy part is when you brought up that love piece, and this is a huge part about sharing your cross and how to implement it during the day. It's a commandment. It's not an option. It is. So yes, you can Lord. run around and think you can pick and choose on who to love. And my listen, even one day I, I I was like, thank you, God, that I have a revelation that I have to love people. But I'm glad I don't have to like everybody. I ain't got to like you. <laughs> but, but I'm commanded to love you. So oh so it, it will be, you're going to get this love. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're going to get. And so, um, you know, God loved us first as we are, you know, you know, and um, his own son, you know what I'm saying? He gave his one and only son. So it's like, I mean, we have the perfect demonstration of love, God's love, the sacrificial love, the laying down of self. And so we have to continue to walk in that. And it's, it's, it's a test. It's a test. But we already know we can pass the test. Like, we've never been given a test that we cannot pass. As hard as it may seem, as tough as it may be, and it, it, everything gives glory to God. Life, death, it's all God's. So we should remember to pick up our cross daily and uh, continue to walk out this love walk. But yeah, we need to use our tools, focus. So um, the peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, I do not give to you as the world gives peace. So don't let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14, 27. You know, that's why I know a lot of times on here we talk about you can't watch everything. You can't be involved in everything. You know, like, and there is no greater peace than the peace that God will give you. No matter what drug or addiction you think you can go and pick up, nothing's better than God. And this is coming from somebody who had many, 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 many addictions. None of them have been greater than God. Not, not you, not oh, you, not you. On purpose. I want not, to, not, not uh, you. I used to tell them I'm a trisexual. I try anything once. And I meant that we're going to try anything once. Oh, I wow. Want, I want to try it all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> try I'm trying everything because I listen before what's I that get. Mo- what's try, that? What's, what's that movie? Uh, Lord help me! <laughs> what movie oh was my it? goodness! Uh, the movie on Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, I know yeah, don't don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about, about it, bro. It, it, it's, hey, uh, 
listen, a, a yeah. thousand. That's why I laugh when I see people and you know they high. Or you see people and you know they they out there. You know, I mean, you see, and here's the thing. And shout out to Bonnie B, uh, Pastor Bonnie B, Pastor Battle's daughter in Atlanta, um, Divine Faith, um, you know, mega church for those of you who know. But one day we were having a conversation and I told her, I said, yeah, I saw that. And she said, yeah, spirit recognized spirit. And what you don't realize is once you've dabbled in something, it's very easy for you to see the spirit on other people very very easy that's why it's important for you to call that thing out you know what i'm saying like right. when you see it because the other person can't see it so you're like man i don't walk that walk i didn't been through that i didn't did that and i see that all over you i see that all over you so it's important for us to um always shine our light you know what i'm saying always shine our light so and not be afraid of your testimony like that is one thing the enemy <clears throat> tries to get you to believe oh don't say nothing oh you ought to be ashamed of yourself Oh, don't tell nobody. It's like, okay, you might really deliver, help deliver somebody or save somebody by you being humble and saying, no, but God. Yeah, that was me, but God. That used to be me. I did that, yes, but God. Mm -hmm. You know, all right, saved me, brought me out, and he loves me anyway, you know, and he still saved me anyway. And the same thing he did for me, he'd do it for you. So that's how you should be picking up your cross every day instead of being frustrated with folk and irritated with people. Go ahead and be a light and say, yeah. And that same uh, disturbance and chaotic spirit that you have on the inside, God can give you his perfect peace the same way he's given it to me. And you send them on over there to John chapter 14. Go on and read that tonight. Come back. Let's talk about it tomorrow. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's another way you can pick up your cross. <clears throat> no, that's real. And, and I love that Jesus is always the best example of him mm -hmm. being obedient to God mm -hmm. and him coming and listen, walking the walk. And yeah. paying the price so that way we can make uh -huh. it into heaven. Come on now, now he he didn't have to be. He he didn't have to do that. Let's be mm -hmm. very clear. And mm -hmm. and in the midst, I love the fact that you know while Jesus walked the earth, he took some disciples with him. Talk, talk about them disciples, dice on how they had to deny themselves, and they they came from all walks of life. Let's be very clear. He ain't pick uh you know uh the priest and all of the you know. Uh, people who've been saved all their life. <laughs> he, well, he, he picked a very colorful 12. And we know that there were more disciples in the 12, but the 12 specifically, come on now, they had to deny themselves and start following Jesus and following his teachings. And they were all doing their own thing previous to that. Focus. You, you made some, you made a comment. Uh, he didn't go to church and pick the church. Folk. No, 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 absolutely not. He did not pick the church folk at all on, on purpose so yes he's picking um <laughs> he's he's picking the warriors he's picking the thugs he's picking the liars he's picking the rejects like he's um he's, he's picking them all from andrew simon peter john philip nathaniel matthew thomas james even judas okay it's simon the zealot so I love that there is this uh, beautiful picture at uh, the table, um, like right before uh, Judas was going to betray Christ. And one of the things that really stood out to me in this foot washing scene was Jesus already knew. He already he knew. He knew who was going to deny him. He knew who was going to turn him in. But he knew that he had something to do. And it was like, I really wish us as a body in the kingdom would not get stuck on trying to control other people and the messed up things they're going to do. We got to let them, got to let them be, live and let them and let God deal with them as well. But we, once God gives us our charge and our mission, 
we have to keep on moving forward. We don't have to cause a scene and be like, you know, we at the table with the 12 and I know y'all trifling and three of y'all ain't gonna be on my team. He didn't have to do all that. There's no reason to do that. You gotta let people have their own experience. You say what you say and keep it moving. Jesus said, I already know you're gonna betray me before the cock crows. Three times I already know. Mm. Okay, so you can say no, you're not, and that's fine. But he just wanted, I love you anyway. I'm I got something I gotta do and I love you anyway. You know, Judas realized he did the wrong thing, gave the money back. You know, I listen, it is what it is. But um key point. I just said that because we have the perfect example. But we have the perfect example of Christ being a human too. Luke chapter 23, even when he's on his way to the cross, you know, um, he even asked his father one last time, do I really got to go? Do I right. really got to go through this? Papa, I ain't do this stuff. Do I really got to do it? Like, Come on, this, let, 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 hey, me, let me free. <laughs> hey, listen, but I love that. we. It was a perfect picture for me, focus of the communication. And I know we got to pay some bills here in a second. It is how we should communicate to our father. This is hard. This is tough. This is scary. But nevertheless, your will be done. Nevertheless, I'm going to honor you in this. Nevertheless, I already know you called me to this. So this is what I'm doing. But it's okay to express your emotions, you know, and express where you are. You know, we don't have to show up like superheroes with God. That's why I'm like, man, that's why he says where you are weak. When you are weak, I'm going to be strong. Find the strength in me. Because ain't no strength in you. You can't do nothing. You can't pick up your cross every day of your own will. Because we don't ever want to do right. You said it earlier, why sin it feels so good? Yeah, we don't never want to do. <laughs> we don't want to do the right thing. <clears throat> we rather not. But when we understand who we are, whose we are, the price that Christ paid, there is a blood bought uh, uh, thing called us. Like we were bought Thanks. with the blood of Jesus. So it's like, nah, yeah, no, I, it's okay. Because I'm never gonna go through anything as hard as Jesus went through. Thanks. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We uh, <laughs> got to go to a break. We'll be right back with more. Actually, closing thoughts. Keep it locked. Mm. Get tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Mm. Uh, we appreciate y'all waking up with us again this uh, Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, we pray you guys had some good time. Uh, with the Lord this morning, uh, as you start your day off, uh, if you're riding into work, uh, listen, let's go out. We just talked about love today, and uh, it's, it's tough sometimes, but we need y'all to make sure y'all showing Christ uh, love each and every day. Listen, we had a great uh, Real Talk conversation today, Dyson, mm-hmm. uh, picking up that cross daily and denying yourself and what it looks like. It's it's a beast. I'm be honest with you. I'm, Every day I'm learning something new with this because it's it's mm. it's it's a lot of times where God is telling me, listen, um, don't 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 even say nothing back. You know, just be a heart with ears, even though I want to chew somebody out or, you know, say mm. something else. I'm just being honest. I, I'm be real. I know y'all y'all act like y'all so saved, like y'all don't be having these moments. But I be having these moments mm. and God always checks me. And the beautiful thing about it is a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, especially when it's individual relationships, I'm trying to build with people, whether it be family, friends, people we working with, networking with. Mm. Usually that person that may have said something out of pocket, they come right back to me like, listen, I was mm. out of pocket one day, but you still showed mm. me love of Christ and you didn't mm. say anything back, you know, mm. maybe ask questions on how I'm able to do that or mm. just appreciate that they had a bad day. Because sometimes that happens too. people just have a bad day. Life is people. 
uh, things are going wrong at, at home and they bring that to work or bring it to a business meeting or something like that. So once again, just that love piece. If, I, if you guys didn't get anything else, at least for me, what blessed me today, that love piece and picking up that cross. That's something that I'm constantly working on. That's something that God is constantly speaking to me on. So I, mm. I love that we talked about that today. That's good. No, I love we talked about it as well. And I'm just praying that people know and lean into that Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I mean, you can go on and use that one for your next week. Um, way to apply the cross to your job, to home, you know, whatever it is. Like you can get through anything with God. But also pick that cross up and use it like a baseball bat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all over here being right. soft with that cross. Like, you need to be swinging that cross when you walk in somewhere. Like, really knowing that that you can trust in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And God's got you. And you, um, you know, you serve a, a great, great big God. So, yeah, don't be afraid of anything. You know, walk in there in love like you're talking about. Like, the, the fruit of the spirit of the Lord is love. So, we should be walking in love. But also know that God talks to people, folks. This is something, this is how I know God talks to people when people done you wrong. Uh, I was in a, uh, like this group, musical group uh, back in the day. And it was this guy and his wife. And uh, this is when we were on BT, right? Mm-hmm. And I stayed at my grandfather's house and his credit card had come up missing. Right. So my parents, you know, they calling me, what are you doing? Now I'm like, I wouldn't take my grandfather's credit card and do much of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Come to find out later on down the line, the people that I had invited to come hang out with me and with they were at my grandfather's house, they stole his credit card. Mm. Mind you, I didn't find this out till I was married years later. And the guy <clears throat> who was the husband, he called me out the blue one day. And I didn't want to talk to him because, you know, obviously things like this cause you to fall out with folk. But I had been praying that, you know, if God would reveal to me whoever I treat a certain way and ask, you know, so I could ask forgiveness or be forgiven. But what I learned in all of that was God talks to people who wronged you and gives them an opportunity to fix that. And this man called me focus. Hey, just hear me out. I was like, what are we talking about? No, just hear me out. Just, I just want you to know that, you know, I really a friend. I just want to apologize. Went down the whole apologetic thing. He died a week later. And so I'm just saying, like, even for me, it was an eye-opening moment for me. Like, yeah, if you've done something to somebody, go on and ask for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Because it usually stays with you. That's the one thing that God has given us is the spirit to know when we are in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? And it's very easy to get out from underneath that guilt by really trusting God and asking for forgiveness and just giving that thing to God. So, um, you know. I just I just thank God that we have this relationship that we get to walk in as Christians and be in and have we have our uh, a nice guide uh, called the Holy Ghost. And um, I just I just wish people would walk in that a little bit more, knowing that God sees everything. He hears the prayers. He sees the tears. And there is a promise that he will heal you. And so, um, yeah, no, I, listen, pick up that cross, use that cross wherever you are, wherever you are. So. Um, God's got your back, but we got to remember to walk in his power and he's all powerful. The enemy is powerless. Satan is powerless. The devil's powerless. Y'all need to stop giving the enemy these. This is another thing too. These little Christian-y people. Oh, the devil. I don't care. Devil can be busy. He can be mad. He can be upset to you black and blue in the face. Mm-hmm. He ain't got nothing on God. This is not a battle between God and the enemy. The enemy is going to hell. That, that, that is the fact. 
the enemy's going to hell and he wants to take everybody with him. All right. Okay. If I got to go party for the rest of my life in the lake of fire, I might as well try to snatch up all these souls and take them with me just to irritate God. And when you realize that there is an enemy, there is something, there is a force that is definitely trying to come against you. That's when you need to lean in on God a little bit harder and know that I need to be at that cross, in that cross, at the foot of the cross. I need to be uh, laying on the cross. I need that cross to carry me. Like that is your protection. So, you know, definitely put your heart into the hands of the Lord and God is prepared for whatever is coming your way. Whatever is coming your way. So cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. First Peter 5 and 7. And just know that every day. Yeah, the cross may be heavy, but there's no burden too heavy for us to carry. So that you're, uh, I'll make your yoke easy and your burden light. The Bible doesn't say you won't have a burden or you won't have a yoke. But God's promise is that it will be easier and it will be lighter when you're walking with him. Right. So, so walk on in that. <clears throat> Please walk on in that thing. <laughs> Listen, we want to shout out our, uh, the super talented uh, Kid Lee. Um, yeah. We pray that you guys enjoyed that exclusive spiritual detox. Listen, uh, the super talented Phenon out of North Carolina. Um, a lot of people remember her, uh, you know, when she was doing the mainstream secular rap. We know she won the uh, Thriller competition and uh, mm-hmm. she had the song out with Quavo from the Migos. Uh, mm. But she's doing it for the kingdom right now. I love it. And I'm love saying it. she's doing it at a high bar. So mm-hmm. salute to you, sis. Uh, mm-hmm. Continue to do what you're doing. Chapter 20 by Kid Lee is out now. Go mm-hmm. run those numbers up. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had multiple songs in rotation right here on Holy Culture Radio. We're going to continue to have multiple songs in rotation because the mm-hmm. project is straight fire. And it's just another example, Dice, of what God will do. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure she didn't know, uh, you know, when she was doing her thing on the mainstream side, you know, she was able to win that thriller competition mm-hmm. and uh, be able to get that, uh, that placement, um, with, uh, Quavo that she would be doing it a year later. She would be doing it for God at a high level. Wow. And look wow. at the, look at that. Cause I, I, I believe me, I, I'm pretty sure Quavo probably still follows her and still watching her and seeing what God is doing in her life. So you never know, uh, you know, if there's conversations back and forth or just the watching. Quavo may not be reaching out to her and saying nothing to her, but just watching her with doing the, uh, the project. I mean, the song with her and now seeing what she's doing now for the Lord. So we never know what uh, what impact we can have uh, on the mainstream. So I just want to salute to Kia Lee. Like I say, go that chapter 20 out right now. Go run them numbers up. Go kid. Go kid. Go. Listen, uh, we got to get out of here. We'll be right back to come on Thursday, Thursday tomorrow. Uh, we got a we got a exclusive spiritual detox tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna sit down with our sis Miss Tiffany. You want to definitely tap in for that, and you know Dice got another real talk oh, conversation. Not me. Not me. No, it is. It, she might throw some holy oil through the through through the mic tomorrow. Just some holy oil. Just, you gonna get saved today? I'm sick of y'all it's foolishness. You know it. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative to a positive. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is always your answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The mm-hmm. fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.